Hey all, it's Luke Schuster from the MLO Bros. Thanks for tuning in to our audio-only podcast. Remember, you can check out all of our podcasts on Facebook. Make sure to head over there, like and follow the MLO Bros on Facebook so you never miss out on any of the action. Here's the episode. Thanks again. Bye. Um, all right, okay. Well, we got a little bit of people watching here. Um, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Isaac from the MLO Bros. No Luke today. Um, but we got O'Keel here stepping in as an MLO. Hey, how's it going? Um I knew when, once I heard about this Rittenhouse deal, I, I was like, you know what, O'Keel? We need to we need to start doing our own show. We can talk about national topics. Um, you from more urban background in the city of Akron, me from rural middle of nowhere in South Range, I figured it'd be good um, to get both of our viewpoints on this. So um, if it gets some action, maybe we'll keep doing it in the future. But um, so the point of this broadcast, uh, we will talk to the talk to you, the viewers, through the night at Kenosha and explain our thoughts. We will play videos. I have the full video of when the kid Rittenhouse testifies. We're going to play through that and we'll discuss as we go. I got in all the important parts. We'll go through it. I have some other videos too from the night as well. And then an ending video too we'll go through. Um, but the purpose of the stream is for the understanding that this event was a tragedy and to approach it from and just give our opinions on it and what we think so um let's start out okay so i wanted to start out like the way we're going to go through it is as the night unfolded what happened so we'll tell the story we'll go through it so first and foremost this kid obviously like acquired this gun right Mm -hmm. so gun laws for an 18 year old um, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Let's talk about that. So he got off with not even a gun charge, which I thought was interesting. So when I um when I saw that the judge dismissed that, yeah. I was like, oh, it's over. This kid's walking. With, he's walking away with everything. He just completely yeah. won. The thing that I find really interesting is one, kudos to his lawyers for being yeah. able to to warp the law, yeah, and understand verbiage and the and use a law that was, you know, designated for hunting. So I have it to, here to switch that. Around. So for those that don't know this, um, so the law is the current wording of the overarching law seems clear. Any person under 18 years of age who possesses or goes armed with a dangerous weapon is guilty of a class A misdemeanor. So like, that's where I'm like, okay, he should have gotten a misdemeanor. He was 17. Right. So, but then Later on, they changed the law. I think in the 90s, they changed the law and they allowed 17 year olds to have guns as long as they're short or as long as they're long barreled and Rittenhouse's was long barreled because they wanted to get more kids out hunting. Right. So but what I don't understand is and I don't understand why the what would it be? The prosecutor, his the prosecutor against him was not very good. Not at all. He was bad. I mean. I, yeah. I don't like to ever go off of like people's appearances. Yeah. But you can kind of tell that he looked like the bad he guy was, from he was Iron very Man too. sloppy. Yeah. And how he presented himself. Yeah. In person, kind of presented how he yeah. took the, the entire case. It was just sloppy. So like if I was the prosecutor, I would have been like, okay, you know, we allow 17 year olds to have long barreled guns like this, but it's for the purposes of hunting. That's why the right. law was changed. And jury, that's why the law was changed. Not so that a kid can go to a protest who's 17 and, you know, defend property. 
You know, that's not what the law was changed for. True. But at the same time, like uh, on their side, the law was changed. I don't have a problem when when you have a good lawyer. Like, I hope to never be in trouble one day. But yeah. if I have a good lawyer. And yeah. He's like, hold on. Yeah, I got to play. Here's the technicality. Mm hmm. Loophole found loophole. it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with loopholes because as loan officers, honestly, yeah. think of how many loopholes we have to go through. And if yeah. I can find a loophole to get it to, to make get that bar go through yeah. to, to do something you that's in the best interest that. as my in the bar in the best interest I of the bar doing. Yeah, yeah. So that's my fiduciary duty. You do whatever you can for the best yes. interest of the borrower to, for. Yeah. To get them approved. So. OK, so that. So that point is really interesting with the gun. But wait, one more. Yeah. One more thing. Go ahead. So. Are you telling me yeah. that it is better for someone to have an AR than a pistol? Like when I think of defending myself, I think of a pistol. pistol yes. When I think of assassinating and going out and just spraying a bunch killing, of people, I, I think of ARs and AKs. So that's the thing. I don't know how big his clip was. And I've heard like Navy SEALs talk about it. And they're like, okay, if you can control the barrel, if you can get a hold of that barrel and push it to a certain direction, you can stop that guy from shooting you at close range Touché. because it's a long barrel. But we also see all those TikTok videos where the guys like the cops are like, all right, if someone has a gun to you, what you want to do is go. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. With a pistol. Yeah. 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 So pistols at close range. I don't, I don't know if they're, I'm not a gun guy. Honestly, I'm not a gun guy, but um, okay. So let's go. The next, next thing we're going to talk about is Rittenhouse giving a background. It's going to, we're going to play the first two minutes. He's going to give a background and explain his family in Kenosha. Cause there was a lot of this kid was from out of state. He was from, he was from another state and he came into Kenosha. He has nothing to do with Kenosha. He's 30 minutes away from like here to Austin town is where he lives. His dad lives in Kenosha and he works in Kenosha. So, or worked in Kenosha. So let's play this thing. And Okil, you should be able to hear it. Where's my mouse? Let us know if you can't hear it, guys, too, at home. Oh, my gosh. Where? Oh, sorry, guys. Oh, no. Gosh darn it. Okay, they can't hear it, Okil. We got issues. All right. Um, oh, no. This is going to be problems here. Okay, hold on, guys. It was so it was so good, too, Okil. Let me see here. So we want audio to be... Tell me if you guys get crazy feedback, and I will. Can you hear us? Okay, let me let me try now. Can you hear it now, guys? Can you guys hear? Can you hear me? Sorry, guys. Hold on. This is not good. You can hear me, yeah, but you can't hear the. You can't hear the sound on the TV. So I'm trying to get it. Uh, 
All right, hold on, hold on. Sorry, guys. Hang tight. Hold on. Can you hear it? Oh, you know what it could be, Luke? You're right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hang in there, guys. I'm sorry. One more time. One oh four Antioch, Illinois. Who did you live with there? Yeah. My mother and two sisters. What's your father's name? Michael Rittenhouse. Back on August twenty fifth, twenty twenty, where did he reside? Good. Okay. Let me do one one more thing, guys. Sorry. So kill you got any plans today? Today, Monday? Nope. No plans. All right. If this works, I will. Freak out. All right. Lived in Kenosha. Hear it? In, in the city of Kenosha. Can you hear me? Can you hear it? Behind in the apartments behind the pick and save on fifty. We're off the can, right side. Can you hear the can you hear the sound when yeah. I when I play it? Do you have any other family that's from Kenosha? Yes. Good. Okay, what? sweet. My grandmother, my aunt, sweet. my uncle and cousins all live in the city of Kenosha. Okay. So there's been testimony in this trial about the firearm in question. Okay. So let's start this over and play it again one more time. Well, never mind. You guys got it. You guys got the gist. So he, how do I move this down now? What is this one? Okay. So he lives in, or he has family that lives in Kenosha, as he said. Okay. He has his dad. His mom and his sister both live with him, or he lives with his mom and his sister in Tennessee, which is about a half hour away. Right. And then he works in Kenosha in the city. So anybody who's saying he doesn't do that, that's not correct. He's not like some outsider from correct. four hours away driving into Kenosha to, um, to you know, cause trouble right so then we can go on to the next part of it at 240 i have here hold on 240 sorry i'm still trying to share this look facebook is acting right my phone let me remove this so i don't get confused here too all right whatever that's fine so 240 here, he's going to talk about how he gives background of his history in police, fire, and first aid. Yeah. I was a police officer. 
Can't hear now. What the hell? Oh my god. Turn volume up on the video. Oh dear God. Okay, hold on. The volume's up there. All right. Oh, geez. Okay. Now, Better? The night of the 24th, did you come to downtown Kenosha? Not downtown, but I came to Kenosha for work. Okay. And after your, your shift at work completed, where did you go? I went to Dominic Black's stepfather's house. Um, I believe his name is Scott Dickhart. He's been a while since I've seen him. Okay. And so there's more. Him reiterating the fact that he works in Kenosha, his friends in Kenosha, and his family's in Kenosha. Um, so after that, so he works in Kenosha. And whenever that protest was held, he basically stops. Dude, Luke, just stop commenting at this point, please. It's it's still not working. Turn volume up on video. It was working. Now it doesn't. Better turn TV up a little. <laughs> Is it working or no? Is it better or no? Like, <laughs> so. I also think I'm muted. You're not muted. Your mic's good. I can hear you. So. How the night went. Kyle works in Kenosha. After work, he goes to uh, he goes to his friend's house. They go buy slings for their rifles, and that's what he talks about for the next ten minutes. They go buy slings for their rifles, and then they communicate with a car, like a person who owns a car lot in Kenosha, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna go protect this car lot." So. They're like, that night, we're going to go protect this car lot, which I don't think you're allowed if you're a 17-year-old to be protecting other people's property like that. But he's like, oh, uh, you know, they made the case that, hey, he's not protecting the property, this, him and these people. So so these are the people, him and him and a bunch of people. A couple of these guys are his buddies. That's him right here. This is Kyle Rittenhouse. And they're like, hey, we're going to we're going to stand in this car lot. We're going to put out fires. We're going to put out graffiti or we're going to erase graffiti we're not gonna let you know our city get destroyed okay yeah so that was his argument for that night why he's so, there i don't have a problem with them being there yeah i don't have a problem with them protecting the city mm-hmm. and putting out fires because th- there's videos that yeah he did put out fires yeah like dumpster fires yeah. and stuff yeah now what what i just don't like is 
it's the it's the AR man. That's my biggest yeah. problem. Yeah, I get it. I, if you're protecting yourself, yeah, I, I can see. I can understand a pistol. Um, but they are. It's it's too much. And then two, it's. Did you know of the law in this situation? I wish. I wonder if he. They would ask that question if he knew that ARs are allowed, or did he want to? Did they want to appear as intimidating as possible so people wouldn't mess with the car lot? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if. I think he honestly from like there's video of and I'll show it in a little bit here. Um there's video of him like the night of and yeah. he's there and he's at the car lot and this guy made like interviews of him and he's like, Oh, what are you doing here? He's like, Oh, I'm you know, protecting this car lot and if anybody needs first aid, I'm trained in first aid, which he said he is. He's yeah. first aid because he's because he was a lifeguard. He was like a junior police officer. He was junior firefighter. So he's one of those kids that like like Captain America types where like goody two shoes like hey you're doing someone else's homework. I'm gonna turn you into the teacher types. You know what I mean? Like that's what he seems to me. So I don't see that's not what I see. Yeah, you know, I see that's what the people and his defense have made him out, out to be. Yeah. But to me, I, I see that photo there. It, it it exuberates the kind of people that want to showcase power. Yeah. And it, it's OK if you're going there for the right things and trying to help. And yeah. I, I, I to an extent, I applaud that. Yeah. He's got good trigger discipline. Do you know trigger but, discipline? Yes. You have your finger on the trigger. But it's just something about it that's just, it, it irks me. It may be that his parents took a kid there. Yeah. And at the end of the day, he's a child. His parents, his parents did let him go. Like yes. if it was my, if it was my mom and I was like, hey mom, you know, I, first off, I would have to tell her what I'm doing when I'm 17 because we're not 18 yet. You know, I'm yeah. not an adult, number one, and I'm living with her. So it's like, if I told my mom, hey, I'm going to get an AR, uh, that the gun's from Kenosha, but I'm still going to go to this city and protect to protect right. this car lot with my buddies. And if anything pops off, you know, we might have to shoot someone. That's why we were protected. Like, so, my mom would never, never let me do that. So me being from the East of Akron, uh, yeah. my mom used to, honestly, she did not want me to walk to the corner store. Yeah, She didn't want me to walk and hang out with my friends on certain blocks because she'd be like, you're you're not protect, protected there. Yeah, the world the world exposed there. Yeah. Now my thing is, his mother drove him there. Mm-hmm. So partially, this I'm I'm not even that upset with this kid. It's the parent. Okay. My mom used to always say this to me: "I'm not your friend. I'm your mother." Yeah, absolutely. Same. But this seems like more of a friendship that allowed him. And I'm gonna drive you with an AR to go defend. Absolutely. Yeah. Now people could have attack i don't know if we're gonna get there but people we have attacked that boy yeah and at the end of the day he's a boy he didn't know how to handle that yep yep and it's like if you go into a situation where i have a firearm i'm willing to protect myself if somebody jumps me yeah. then Rock you're, scissors. yeah you're going to when that when that time happens be ready for the repercussions right. of that and that is what he's dealing with and, now. and i don't a lot of people haven't been in fights yeah and we've we've uh you have an older brother so yeah. i'm sure you've been in a fight mm-hmm. when you're in that mode even if sometimes it's your family your your body is reacting yeah and it's kind of you know the whole fight or flight situation kill or be killed yep so the first person this is so annoying hold on 
So he goes on to talk about the night and like what happens, um, what he's doing. You know, he's he's putting out fires. He's helping people with his like bandaging people up, helping sprained ankles, all that good stuff. This is where he has the first confrontation of the first guy he killed. So at least this is their story of the first confrontation. That's who um, Rosenbaum is. During the evening, was there any friction between your group and protesters slash rioters? No. um, The only type of uh, stuff that happened was the person that attacked me first threatened to kill me twice. you now know it's Mr. Rosenbaum, correct? Yes. Before August 25th of 2020, had you ever seen him before? I did not. Had you ever done anything to upset him? No. Now, you said he threatened to kill you twice. Yes. Describe the first time. The first time was me and Ryan Balch were a little bit north towards the north corner of 59th and Sheridan and Mr. Rosenbaum was walking with a steel chain and he had a blue mask around his face and um, he was just mad about something. Me and me and Mr. Balch were asking people if they need medical help and then he screamed if sorry for my language, he screamed if I catch any of you fingers alone, I'm going to fucking kill you. That was directed at you and Mr. Balch? It, it, it was directed at both of us, what I believe. And there was a second occasion where he threatened you? Yes. Um, the second time was outside of the car source. Um, car source is the I, lot they're protecting. I don't, I don't know if it was directed towards me, but I heard it. He said to, I believe it was Joanne Fiedler, Dustin, Colette, and uh, another guy. He's, he was screaming, he said, I'm going to cut your fucking hearts out. They don't edit that. So I'm not going to repeat the second word, but kill you, N-words. And he's a white dude, said said the N-word. Just said. But, um, but, hold on. oh my gosh, this is great. Okay. So that was the first altercation with the guy who eventually, like, if you watch the videos, and I'll show it in a second here, there's a guy that chases after him and throws, like, a bag at him and then he turns around and shoots him you'll you'll see i'll show you um so that's the first altercation with the first guy he killed now so he goes on like that's the wrong thing for me but hold on so hold on so then he that would be two so he goes on after so after they have an altercation with that guy in the car lot uh, he then goes around the town and is putting out fires, doing more of that stuff. And then eventually he gets to a point where he's at a gas station and he gets a call from his buddy to come back to the car lot. People are setting fires to the car lot. Like see, people are setting fires to the car because they're not there anymore. So no, why do, why do they all leave to put out fires? Yeah, they left. They like split up. Like he got split up. He explains it. If you watch that full video and I'll put it in the comments for everybody who wants to go watch it. Um, without two stupid guys explaining over it, but um, they got split up for some reason. They were like walking around, like they were like walking around, and he 
there's a video of him walking around with like a first aid kit and he's like first aid friendly like he's just like i i'll help you if you're if you're hurt first aid blah 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 and yeah he just walks around the protest and tries to help people so um at least that's what it was said so hold on and then 3424 is when it starts to get juicy in the courtroom You guys can hear okay, right? As I'm walking down Sherry Road, I I hear somebody scream, burn in hell. And I reply, And this is as he's coming back to the car lot with the fire extinguisher to put out cars. I'm just here to help. I'm just, I don't want any problems. I just want to put out the fires if there are any. Um, I continue walking and then I notice the Duramax. I notice a flame in the back seat of the Duramax and I step I step towards the Duramax and um, as I'm stepping forward, I believe his name is now Joshua Zaminski. He steps towards me with a pistol in his hand and as um as I'm walking as I as I'm walking towards to put out the fire, I drop the fire extinguisher and I, I take a step back. Okay. When you step back from Mr. Zeninski, what's your plan? My plan is to get out of that situation and go back north down Sherry Road to where um, the car short slot number two was. And did you get back? Were you able to go in a northerly direction? I, I wasn't. Describe what happened. Once I take that step back, I look over my shoulder and Mr. Rosenbaum, Mr. Rosenbaum was now running from my right side. Um, and I was cornered from in front of me with Mr. Zeminski. And there were... All the memes make me all laugh at this. So then they break and they go, okay. like you can zoom out on him. He's pretty I, messed I have up. a comment on this. Okay. And it's a, it's a comment that I don't like to make. Yeah. But one, I'm not myself. I haven't cried in a very long time. So I don't yeah. really know what it looks like when you cry. Yeah. Nor can I see myself. But yeah. that kind of seemed routine to me. Like it was like it was planned because he kept looking over at people and like seeing like the camera's getting this and like not trying to say that because yeah, yeah. I don't genuinely don't, don't know. know. I don't know either. Yeah. But at the same there's no tears and it just kind of kind of bothers me. Yeah. If you watch his uh, if you watch his um, when he gets like the non guilty verdict, the sentence. Yeah. So he does the same thing. But to me, it's like you're telling a story 
you're talking about how you're being backed into a corner and you have nowhere to run. And right. you're a 17 year old kid. You back, you're backed into a corner. You have nowhere to run. You turn around, try and run. And there's a guy there and then he starts chasing after you. And then you try and turn the other direction. There's people everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, then in his head, he's like, okay, I'm like leading up in the story too. I'm going to have to shoot this guy. And that's like forever. The time that you remember, it, it's almost like, like, I would love to have a psychologist on and see if, okay, is this kid having PTSD? Is that what PTSD looks like? Cause to me, it looks like textbook PTSD, but I don't, I don't know. He could, don't, like you said, he could be so faking like, it. To me. Now I myself don't break down, but I've seen other yeah. people break down when they break down, you know, well, you know what they don't do? What? They don't look around the room. Well, where is he, where's he looking around? Watch. He looks around the room multiple times. He looks to the drawers once. Then he looks to the judge a second time. so that that's him explaining it let's play this other one hold on so i have so go on go on it's not even the crying that 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 i much that i so much care about the next thing it just goes back to again the the age thing it's and this is what i tell people when you when you go to protest and things like this at my at my old job a little quick story when everything was going on yeah and this point of time, we had an intern there. Yeah. And the intern was very, um, he was very adamant on social media about how he felt. Yeah. Now, other people within the company did not like that. Yeah. And I had one person ask me, like, hey, should we talk to him? Should we tell him to remove that? And I, and I had the conversation telling, it's a tough one. telling that person, like, hey, that's not our place to tell anyone well, when What's there was, when there was like not riots, but the protests in Youngstown. Yes. With the well, not the protests in Youngstown. I'll get to that later. Okay. But this person was just, you know, spreading how he felt. Yeah. And one of the one of the posts he had had the NWA song at the police in it. Yeah. And oh god. Yeah. And one side didn't like it, so you know that that thing that occurred. And I remember talking to the kid at the time, and I'm like, hey, man. And this is why I wish someone would have told this kid before you before you go there. Yeah. When it comes to protesting, I can never tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Because it's your right. Yeah. But what I can tell you be careful. Is be be careful. And yeah. I told him be prepared for any consequences that yes. come with this. You have to stand for it. You have to be that adamant about what you're doing. Absolutely. All right. So they're gonna he's gonna cry here. And then they're going to take a break and they'll come right back. And then he tells the rest of the story on the first shooting. And then we'll, we'll, I'll show you the video of him doing the shooting. Like, and, and after he explains it, so you can kind of, we can have a breakdown. Exactly. Yes. Lady wasn't ready for him. So we go to. You guys can hear okay, right? At home? 
Islands go run south, back south down Sheridan. And Mr. Rosenbaum was right there at the corner of the Duramax, starting to chase me. And that's when I realized the only place I can run with the people around me is straight towards the building of the car store slot number three. Saw Mr. Rosemont. That's when you said friendly, friendly. Uh, what I heard burn inside. I don't know exactly where I was at in the time for that. Did Mr. Rosenbaum say anything to you? Um, no, Mr. Zeminski instructed Mr. Rosenbaum to get him and kill him. That's what I heard. And you go running. What's been referred to the south west corner of car source. Yes. And as you're running in that direction, describe being chased. What was happening? As I'm running in that southwest direction, Mr. Rosenbaum throws, I, at the time, I, I know it's a bag now, but when he threw it at me um, with the light, it looked silver and it looked like the chain when he threw it at me. I'm, and then I continued. I, I turn around for for about a second while continuing to run, and I point my gun at Mr. Rosenbaum. Does that stop him from chasing you? It does not. Okay. After you turn around and you had your hands up, kind of in a low ready position. Yes. And you see Mr. Rosenbaum coming at you. Yes. And what do you do then? Um. After he throws the bag and. He continues to run, he's gaining speed on me. A gunshot is fired from behind me, directly behind me. And I take a few steps and that's when I turn around. And as I'm turning around, Mr. Rosenbaum is, I would say from me to where the judge is um, coming at me with his arms out in front of him. He, he, I remember his hand on the barrel of my gun. Why didn't you just keep running? When I was over there, there were about a hundred people surrounding that that those cars, and there was no space for me to continue to run to. And so you turned around. Yes. And as you see him lunging at you, what do you do? I shoot him. And how many times did you shoot? I believe four. And after you shot him, what did you do? Uh, the people around the the people around the cars that were originally there were not there anymore. Um, they they moved away, and I ran around to see if I could help Mr. Rosenbaum. And when you got to Mr. Rosenbaum, what was happening? Mr. McGinnis was. Right. He took off his helmet and slammed it on the ground and took off his shirt. And I don't remember what he said. I um, wasn't focused on that. I was in shock, sort of. Let me back up a second. So, shoots the guy. Guy's on the ground. Um, I think it was actually the, re- the reporter who recorded him earlier in the night is there, too, and ra- like starts wrapping the guy, takes his shirt off, starts wrapping the guy up on the ground. So let's go. I'll show you guys the actual, like, how he gets shot here. 
Uh, give them the graphic warning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, graphic warning here, guys. There's going to be a, a person who gets shot here. Um, where is it? Um, Seventeen forty-four. And credit to all these people who made the videos. These are awesome. Seventeen forty-four. You can find all these on YouTube. Just look up exactly what I looked up here, and you'll find them. They're not the easiest to find, but if you look up that video description. So here we go. Come on, computer. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. Don't you do this to me. Come on. Pay all kinds of money to have good Wi-Fi in this office, and this is what we get. Passes Joseph Rosenbaum, who is fighting with the armed men at the gas station. Early. Are you serious right now, computer? Let's get rid of this. <sighs> oh my goodness, my battle kill. Oh, there you go. Rosenbaum now starts chasing Rick. <laughs> oh my goodness. Dude, so frustrating. Armstrong, you're terrible. <laughs> what? Um, sorry guys, hang in there. A fatal night in Kenosha. This is what you look like tonight. Oh, dear Lord. Well, I guess we're just going to talk about it, O'Kill, and you're not going to be able to see any. That's right. I kind of don't want to see that anyway. So frustrating. Well, look that up. Go to 1744 and you can find it. But So he he shoots the guy and runs down, starts running, and just starts booking it, right? Right. So he starts booking it, and then... Um, where are we at on this video? So he starts booking it, and that's when you see the scene of if you've seen it, um, him running down like to the cops. You see him like running, and the people behind him run up to him and start hitting him. Have you seen that video? Yes. 
Yeah. And then he like takes two shots and shoots two or three more people. And then he like gets up and keeps running. And he kills another one and injured one more, right? So it was three people died. One person got shot in the arm. Okay. So basically what the video is uh, of is after this, he takes off down the street and he basically says, I'm trying to get to the police so I can turn myself in and say, Hey, I just shot a dude. He's dead. And as he's running, he's running, running, running. And like a guy comes up to him with a skateboard and like hits him. Cause at that point it's different. At that point, you're not being attacked. People are trying to stop you because all they hear in this protest is this kid just shot someone. We need to stop him. He has an AR. He's dangerous. Right. So they're just like, get him, get him, get him. And they all start, a bunch of people start running after. Right. So, so, and that's one thing that I, I kind of hate that the school teaches you. Yeah. Um, so I know our generation. Yeah. And a lot of people that were out there protesting was, yeah, was in our generation this, this go around. Yeah. Was we were kind of taught in school to stop a mass shooter, everyone should attack at the same time. Yeah. And like, whenever you do that, there's sacrifices. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. And that might have been everyone's plan, but at the at the same time, yeah, a skateboard is not going to stop a gun. Yeah, and this guy might have thought there was tons of people having his back. Yeah, but when your life's on a line, chances yeah. are people are not making that move. So it's just it's it's really unfortunate. This is a very sad moment, but I don't know how far we are and how much farther we're going into this. Yeah, but my biggest fear is just the division. Yeah, that's going to come with it. So he keeps he keeps going. He keeps telling the story of him running. Did you know Mr. McGinnis was even around? I didn't. Okay. And he says something to you, and what do you do? Um, I call up my phone, and I call Dominic Black. And you call Dominic, and what do you say? I told him I just shot somebody. I had to shoot him. And what do you do then? Um, I now know it to be Kelly Zeminski, Joshua Zeminski. I don't know other people. Screaming, get his ass, get his ass, get him, get him, get him. And based upon that, did you feel that you were safe to stay where you were at? I thought the safest option would would be to go north down Sheridan to turn myself into the law enforcement down there. And as you head down Sheridan Road, describe what's going This is when he's running. As I'm running, at first, I'm in the sidewalk, and Mr. Lukowski, um, Jason Lukowski, is in the sidewalk, and I stop to talk to Mr. Lukowski for a brief second. I remember telling him that I just shot somebody, and I need help to get to the police because the crowd, there was a, not a crowd, a mob was chasing me. And did Mr. Lukowski offer you any help? I don't remember. And what do you do then? I, I continue to run after Carrie's people say people were saying premium him and get him, kill him. People were screaming and I just was trying to get to the police running down Sheridan Road. And you say I'm trying to get to the police. Why were you trying to get to the police? Because I didn't do anything wrong. I defended myself. Did you feel as though there was safety where the police were? Yes. And as you head down Sheridan Road What's the next thing you remember? The next thing I remember is Anthony Huber striking me in the head with a skateboard. As you sit here today, do you remember talking to Gage Grosser? Yeah, sort of, a little bit. I didn't know it was Gage Grosser. It's 
when Pete came up to me, but sorta. Okay. And when this individual runs up to you, yes. How close? Um, I would say Crossroads is a is the guy who comes up who comes up to him. Um in the video, he's running down running down the street trying to get to the police, right? Gets hit in the back with a skateboard. He explains it. He gets kicked. A guy comes up to him with a gun to try and stop him and has a pistol. Um, who's also another paramedic that night. Mm-hmm. And like runs up to him and like points the gun at him. That's the kid who gets shot in the arm. But he was a felon with a gun. But like still, I don't know. He was so he was a paramedic at the event. But approached him with a gun and like pointed the gun at him to try and stop him and shoot him. But because he, this gross crudes guy thought that he, this guy was an active shooter, but then he shot him too. As I'm on the ground, there are people around me. I don't recall how many, but I remember moving my rifle in their direction and they back off besides one person. When you notice the people by you, you said you moved your rifle in their direction? Yes. Did that individual keep coming? The last person did. Okay. The people that stopped, what did you do to them? Okay. And you're saying the last person in that group continued to come at you? Yes. And describe what happened. The last person, um, I, I don't know his name, I don't think he was ever identified, um, jumps at me with his, with, he was wearing boots, I believe, and as he's running at me and jumping, as his boot is making contact with my face, I fired two shots at him. Why did you shoot at him? I thought if he, if, if I were to be knocked out, or he, he would have stopped my face in if I didn't fire. As a result of being kicked in the face, what happened? Mr. Huber, immediately after I'm kicked in the face, runs up as I'm sitting up to try and get up and get to the police. I'm on my back, and... Mr. Huber runs up. He, as I'm getting up, he strikes me in the neck with his skateboard a second time. He grabs my gun, and I can feel it pulling away from me, and this, I can feel the strap starting to come off my my body. And what do you do then? I fire one shot. And after you fired, 
striking me how long as you do what you do. I lower my weapon and I see Mr. Grosskreutz with his hands up and as I lower my weapon, I look down and then Mr. Grosskreutz, he lunges at me with his pistol pointed directly at my head. Now, you heard Mr. Grosskreutz's testimony about re-racking? Yes. Okay. They explain like him reloading. So here's what we're gonna try and do. I'm gonna try and close this so that we can watch him. And how quick it actually is is pretty crazy. Maybe have a load now. again here sorry guys hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up the video here if i can and see if it works one last time if not i'll give up It's working this time. We'll play the video here. This one. Share with audio. Okay, here's here's the first one, O'Keel, when he ran away through the car lot that he explained him shooting and like being cornered. So here's all the people chasing after him. And throws, throws a plastic, plastic bag, bag that holds, that holds his, his belongings. Or he's talking, he thought it was a chain. Close behind them, a man holds up a handgun and fires it. We don't know why. Then Rosenbaum lunges towards Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. Dude. I don't understand. I, I got rid of all the other videos too, man. I just don't understand. That's fine. We can discuss it. Now, sorry, the guy man. who Frust- shoots so initially, who puts a put a shot in there, is that the gauge guy? So, or is he un- unidentified? The, what do you mean, the guy who in the video that that was just shown? So he was. Uh, there's a the Rosenbaum guy that's chasing after him, the one that we yeah. were just about to watch in the car lot. No, he. So he's the he's the the first guy that died. He. Uh, not the guy who threw the bag. I'm talking about the guy who shot in the air. Oh, we don't we don't know who that right, is. So no one knows who that is. Yeah. And then there, there's a shot before, and then Rittenhouse like thinks somebody's shooting. Like that would that would escalate the situation. Then he turns around, and the guy's right on him, grabs his barrel, and he shoots four times. Then that guy goes down. He starts running. Those people, a bunch of people, chase after him. Uh, one guy hits him with a sta- skateboard, runs away. Um, another guy run up on him and kicks him in the face that's one of the dudes who died like because if you watch the video he he like kicks him in the face he shoots him once and the guy turns around and like takes three steps and drops um and then he shoots i think he does he shoot then another guy 
is the guy with the gun comes up to him and like at first he says he has his hands up and then he like points the gun at his head and then once he did that he he shot him in the arm that guy was the pair that was guy was another paramedic at the for the night that was like helping out um helping him but thought he was an active shooter because all they hear is active shooter get that guy get that guy yeah. he then gets up and nobody's around him he like runs all the right, so one we go to the guy who pulled the gun yeah there's an old saying never pull a gun unless you're prepared to use it yeah now clearly this kid who came with there he was prepared to use it yeah the other guy he, he got shot yeah he pulled a gun out which is yeah again, don't pull out unless you're unless yeah. it's 100 percent yeah needed yeah um, I don't know the stand your stand your ground law there. Yeah. So I know like in Ohio, for example, like if you're home. Yeah. It's like so there's a retreat thing. Yeah. So when you use your gun, it is primarily supposed to be to protect yeah. your, your your home, your castle. Yeah. So if we're out and we're in a situation where things are escalating, yeah. I want to try everything I can to de escalate and get yeah. out. Yeah. And then if I if I'm at home and it's still happening, absolutely, it's time to protect my castle. So the other thing too is you don't know what would have happened had he not shot. Like let's say he's running, he's like, I'm trying to get back to the police, whatever. They freaking hit him with a skateboard. They knock him down. Do they restrain him or do they freaking kick his face in? You how know, does it, how does this night go if there's no gun involved? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't either. I I tend to think that it goes a lot better than this yeah i i agree i agree i think so and the other thing too is at that protest you know you how many of those people are used to having guns guns around you know like how many people found it threatening that he was carrying it a lot of people did yeah so what what i what i ultimately say is we know we we've talked about this for almost an hour now we looked at clips my my thing is kudos to this guy he had a good defense team yeah his defense team and the, with the judge, yeah. got, got the gun charge dropped, used the technicality of the law, yeah. Lupo, whatever you want to call it, he is free now. Yeah. Now we look we look forward. I, I just hope he's not out there doing stupid things like yeah. wearing the shirt like he did before saying free is F. Yeah. It, it needs to be more. He wore a shirt like that? Yeah, he was out drinking That's with stupid. his mother. That's so stupid. And again, like, you know, into his mom, now he's, he's more of an adult. He's 18 now. Yeah. Now it's I guess it's kind of appropriate to be out drinking with your kid, but like I, I never drank with my mom until yeah, I was 21. Yeah. I think 25 was the first time she saw me yeah. ever have an alcohol. Yeah. My mom doesn't drink though. Yeah. But parents, you know, yeah. don't be your kid's friend first. Be a parent first. Don't yeah. take a kid across. Oh yeah. To, to a protest with a gun. Well, he didn't, they didn't take the kid. He went with his buddies. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. He went with his buddies. His mom didn't take him, but so, and that's why again, yeah. Now, what this stuff is very sensitive, so I was just yeah. wrong there. Online, I've read yeah. in many articles that his yeah. mother drove him there. Yeah. I've seen that know, he's, YouTube videos. You hear, you hear that he's from out of state. Yeah, he, like he like is some guy from the other side of the. No, he he's thirty minutes. That he works in Kenosha. So, yeah. So what I say we should focus on is the damage that can come with this. Yeah, and that's the separation. So yeah. in those protests last year, one every everyone always points to the negative. Yeah. I went to one in Youngstown. I'll tell you, I wish it would have got national coverage. The The police captain, yeah. a lot of the police, the mayor, yeah. you know, high profile people in the city yeah. all marched together. It was as peaceful yeah. of, of a demonstration as you could see. And everyone being there together showed you. Yeah. 
that you know change is happening and i look back on my my grandfather was marching all you would see was african-americans yeah it was beautiful to see how diverse it was but now what we have is we have left and the right that are going to use this story yeah. to further separate people you have people saying all right you see this is why gun laws need to change yeah and you're going to have other people fight about um like i don't even know how to say it, just their own agendas yeah so everyone has an agenda and they're going to use this this kid in this tragedy yeah to further their political gains or status yeah and make their side look better but it's not about that's the thing that's frustrating it's not about sides and one one more point i want to make too is the guy um so the people that died the people that died the first guy, the Rosenbaum yeah. guy, like child molester or something, like really not a good guy. Like, and I'm not saying he was he was he going to court for that? Was that a, was that a fact? That's what. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Well, that's what people are saying online. You know saying? Yeah, yeah, I've also read things that he didn't go to court. And just like this guy, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, I, I don't. The, I don't know that. The guy who was there doing first aid that had the gun that went to shoot him. Yeah, that's, he was a felon for I forget what exactly but had a gun illegally and shot him or tried to shoot him whatever um so then it's like you want to feel that they're people are like oh they're victims there's they were just people there at the protest so they're not the greatest people in the world number one and that's we shouldn't judge mm-hmm. but still that that guy had a gun illegally um and he basically said i went to a protest i'm helping people but you know stuff might pop off i brought the pistol he went on the stand and said i was going to shoot him he shot first you know i didn't pull the trigger but it's my god-given right to bring a gun and i wanted to bring a gun and protect myself and he like basically went all out and like gave it to this kid like hey you know i don't blame him and at the end of the day like i said earlier yeah it's who's prepared to use it yeah that guy was not prepared to use it and then rittenhouse after that he gets up and he goes to the police line and he has his hands up and he's walking towards the police line. And there's all these police cars and everything has his hands up. He walks over and he like tries to turn himself in and they turn him away. They say, Hey kid, get, that's my yeah, problem. Get the hell out of here. We're going to pepper spray you. What well, the hell are you doing this. here? Yeah. Because there's people who are going to yeah. use race baiting yeah. for all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know what? I'll play it. Yeah. That's a black guy. How does that go? True. A, 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 How does a Black Lives at a Black Lives Matter event? You have a black guy walk up to the police with an AR, but it's behind him. He's not when he has his hands up. But still, I don't care. Yeah, you look at you look at like a lot of these situations with the protests that are happening. These yeah. are unarmed black guys being killed by police yeah. officers. But time and time again, a, a white a white person who has murdered someone gets arrested. Yeah. Look at the school shootings. They're arrested. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Taking a Burger King for for, for yeah. sandwich. And um, but but you know, yeah, one guy gets choked out for selling some loose cigarettes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, and 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 we'll get you on the kid with special needs is sitting there crying. You're a wonderful person. We'll get back to that in just a second. But before end the story, to end the story with Rittenhouse, he then after after getting turned away from the police, mm-hmm. he goes home. He then tells his mom, like. I couldn't turn myself in, but I need to call the police. I need to like turn myself in because I shot someone and I'm going to claim responsibility for it. Like kudos to him for doing that. So they call the police. They, they then go to the police. They sit there, wait for them to um, wait for them to like put everything together. And then it leads to this. So 
what's interesting to me too is if he really wanted to and the police didn't charge him like just walk away okay i'll go home like smart thing to do is go well we'll just go home and not say anything no smart thing to go there was look look at the cameras yeah he in other words there's video evidence the smart thing to do was to turn yourself in if, yeah. if not then you look like you're guilty yes yeah exactly so so he then turns himself in um and that's it he then it leads to this so back to back to what you were saying kenosha is the same place that jacob blake was shot right he was the guy who and there's a video i would play the video but youtube doesn't like me today for some <laughs> sorry i don't so, want to see that one anyone that will fire so me that's the guy who has his hands up black male has his hands up goes to the police and the police are like have a gun on him and he's like what are you doing like and the police are like get down get down and he walks around to his car and goes into his car and gets whatever i don't know what the hell he was getting if they say it's a knife whatever but then they shoot him seven times and now he's paralyzed from the waist down because of it so you have that guy who they're telling to get down was that his situation handled improperly absolutely yes but it's just like that's why they were riding in the streets was that situation right so like if that hint that if that situation would have been handled correctly, none of this would have happened in Correct. Kenosha. You know what I mean? So right. it's and, just and it's because it's also it's time yeah. and time yeah again yeah like how many times do people have to you know all right let's go out and march yeah let's go out and march yeah eventually it's going to like if this doesn't change yeah. this is going to magnify and that yeah. is my fear and 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 here's you see people I see people in the news from the left. That are like, you know, like if that if that was a black male, it would be different and he would be shot and all this stuff. And like he deserves time. And it's like, no, at the end of the day, you don't want I don't want a kid who does who who is defending himself in that situation to go to prison. I want a black male in that same situation to be treated exactly the same. I don't want a kid to do time, a white kid to do time, because if it, the tables were turned it would be different and he deserves punishment for it. No, that's wrong. I want equality. I want the same kid, the same kid, same age, different color, doing the exact same thing, treated exactly the same. I respect that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I wish this guy got some time. I do. Why? But because I, I it's the gun thing was such a loophole. Yeah, he should have at least done what? It, what's the misdemeanor amount of time or whatever? I don't care if he do, yeah. does a year. Yeah. What what my big fear is is that. now this guy, this guy gets away with it. Yeah. Next time something happens, you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna see a whole bunch of people out with ARs. I just don't want that. I just don't want so the tables to turn. Like, okay, now we're punishing white people because of what happened to the atro- the, the atrocities that happened to black people. I don't think that that's would never right. happen. That would never. That's happen. what some people were calling for. Put this kid in. Put this kid in prison because he did A, B, C, and D. And if it was a if it was a black guy, it would be completely different. That's what but they were would. basically saying. I know, but don't punish the kid because of what has been done wrong in the past to the other. Well, the it's other not side. about what's 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 done in the past; it's about what's now. Yeah, and there should have been something with a gun. But kudos to his lawyers again. Kudos if those are my lawyers. Yeah, yeah. no, that's I, what I'm like. Dab you I, up, man. I Good job. That. That's and what I, I'm talking. And I about. understand that. So, so you think you you would have been okay if it was misdemeanor for Dude, having I'm a gun? I'm telling you, if I'm in that courtroom, yeah, and my lawyer presents that. No, it ain't flying. I'm not getting out of that. What do you mean? That how that loophole worked? Honey, like, yeah. 
I just I genuinely don't believe if yeah. I'm in his shoes. I think they would have pulled colors there. I'm going to jail. I think they would have put pulled. Okay, Okil's from Akron. He's not hunting. Yeah, he's he's from the streets of Akron. He's You're not, hunting, bro. He's not no. hunting. He's he's yeah. And they so, would have they would have looked but, at you and said, "Sir, that that yeah. gun that law was for hunting and, and X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and it would not have worked. Yeah, and that's why it should apply. It should apply to Rittenhouse. Like, listen." you know you're not hunting in this situation why why are you holding yeah. that gun and i don't understand why and the but defense that the, the, the prosecutor's lawyer was so bad and made so many mistakes did you hear about like they how were, he has handled the gun he handled the gun he said hey uh he had written house on the stand and he's like sir do you have a instagram that is five guys four girls like as your username and he's like written house is like uh yeah, he's like, that's a sign of something bad. And he's like, do you play Call of Duty? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, isn't that a game where you intentionally kill people? Like, my, it's my, just so bad. Yeah, it's, it's so terrible, cringy. Terrible. I, I could have done a better job. So cringy. But, um, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I've been playing Call of Duty since I was 10. Never yeah. wanted to go shoot people, ever. And my KDR is nice. <laughs> Kills death ratios real good real in good. Call of Duty. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's so screwed up. And I don't know. I'm sorry, everybody who's still watching. Um should we should we have just talked about it rather than played video? Uh because it's we like, tried. It just didn't I work wish out. I wish the technology would work because I had this whole thing pieced together. If we could have pieced together him talking and then have uh the video played, you know, it would have been good, but it's technology did not play along. I still think it was a nice conversation and yeah. I think it was, you know, people could take away that what we need to do, especially when we look at the, these matters, is kind of look at it through a gray area, yeah. not a black and white, no. not a left and right. Yeah, but look at it at the situation as a whole. Yeah, and what did the kid do? Was he protecting himself? Was he like all these things? And not say, you know, it's because he's white that he got this. It's because he's black that he got this. Like I really don't think. I think that's only dangerous. Right. I really it do. Is. Yeah. But then when we look at the situation that caused this. Yeah. We should be like, we should never have been talking about this. Yeah. If, if equality and everything is treated right. Yeah. So we all just got to make sure, especially when you're handling guns. Same with that officer, man. Seven shots to that guy's back. Yeah. Come on. And I'm not going to sit here and say the system's not flawed and has, has, hasn't put people in prison that didn't deserve it. Like, I 100% think that happens. One, like, a lot. And I think there are some serious issues with, you know, black people being accused of things and, and it being handled unfairly. So 100%. Someone once asked me this. Yeah. And this is this is a wild statement to make. Yeah. But is the system flawed or is it working as it was designed to work? Are you taking that? Are you taking the design by white people approach? No, I'm simply asking a question. I think. I think yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard, hard question to answer. So I don't think our system adjusts to the times. I don't think so, because our founding fathers obviously were white males. You know, they're a little, they're a little racist. So yeah, so it's like the system didn't like when they put it in place they were thinking certain things you know and 
I think it needs to adjust with the times, obviously. Then when, you know, we started moving, we had, you know, yeah. new Jim Crow, et cetera. Yeah. So somewhat, some of these situations are still sins of, sins of the past. Yeah. And I really believe if people, you know, we don't focus on this stuff, we look at yeah. the people. Like, I just wish, like, the protests and the young I wish people had seen it more. How diverse it was. Yeah. How the speakers all had passion about change. Mm-hmm. Once we start highlighting that and we yeah. start focusing on the things that divide us, absolutely, that's when we're going to really see some stuff change. Absolutely. And also, once these older people start retiring, yep, these you know lifelong politicians who, yeah, these policies have been in place forever. It's kind of yeah. like, have you ever talked to the person? Oh, this is a great story, real quick, and this, uh, and I'll wrap up. Yeah. In high school, we had um, a really good white receiver. He actually went on to play for Ohio State. Devin Smith, he's in the NFL. Yeah. Great player. Mm-hmm. By far the best player that our high school probably would have ever seen. Yeah. And we had a coach who's been running the ball forever. Yeah. This guy goes up and he asks him, hey, you know, can, can I get the ball more? Yeah. The coach goes, son, I've been running the ball for 44 years. Yeah. I'm not going to stop now. Yeah, it's he leaves school our school. Coaching. He becomes the number four player in the state next yeah, year. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes change is just needed. So, change is needed. At the same time, you don't want to burn the current system to the ground and start over. Because <laughs> I think you, in any situation, you have to take the good with the bad, trying to like trim the fat and move on and make the system better. So I think there, our founding fathers obviously did a hell of a job making an amazing country like they did. There were flaws. There are flaws. <laughs> hell, I mean, that's that, 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 you want to talk about something that's changed for the worse? Taxes. taxes have changed for the worse. But they, we need to move forward trimming the fat and not, and keep, keeping the good, you yeah. know, keeping the good and, and, creating more good rather than just burning the system to the ground and becoming communists. And it starts here with conversations like this. We're the next yeah. generation that's going to do things. Yeah. I mean, you and I, it's just our opinion that we, we put on Facebook. Yeah. Because I'm not switching. Got an angry face. Who gave us an angry face? Like, oh, probably because we insulted the founding fathers. Chris Graff. That's all right. He's, he's a village councilman. <laughs> it's okay. Right. He's angry. Um, but, yeah. But this is, this is how change starts with conversations like this. Oh, absolutely, dude. But um, I'm curious to see who's blowing up my phone. So that's pretty much all I got. To say <laughs> but, all right, buddy. Well, that was a good conversation. We'll move on uh, next next time. There's some some crazy stuff pops off within our nation. We can talk about it. How about that? And we'll we'll work on the technology, everyone. Sorry about cool. slowing everything down. But see you next time, everyone. And uh, from from the do you like the title Yin and Yang? I do. Do you like our show? Our show title. We should take a picture next to the, um, the yin and yang we used to have at the apartment. I have it at home. I have it hanging on my wall. I'll bring it in. And we'll, we'll make that our uh, background. But bye, everybody. We'll play our outro here if it works. One, two, three, four.